The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up on our Dating Dilemmas uh, feature, our monthly feature, we're going to talk about being single during the holidays, how to cope with it, and also how to celebrate being single over the holidays. That's coming up after 10.15. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. You can feel free to call as well at uh, 514-790-0800 or email me anytime to laurie at drlaurie.com. Laurie spelled L-A-U-R-I-E. So just left over from last night, uh, somebody had asked about a urine fetish, like being peed on, and I gave the word, the proper word for it is urophilia. And somebody says, urophilia sounds like a European fetish, actually. What's the technical term for brown showers then? So I'll answer that. So urophilia is about uro, which is like urologist. It has to do with the 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 whole bladder system and, and all of that. Uh, when it comes to the fetish of poop, which uh, there is, it's called coprophilia. That is the official term for that uh, that fetish. And there and there are some people that uh, do get off on that. So for most of us, it's pretty gross, but for others, it excites them. All right. uh, Do I need to see a gynecologist if I'm virgin and not sexually active? Uh, So the the answer to that is no, but you can be a virgin and uh, which means you haven't had penetration, but if you've had uh, sexual activity below the belt, so any kind of genital touch or rubbing or anything of the sort, you are still at risk for contracting the human papillomavirus or herpes, which are transmitted uh, skin to skin. So if you've never had any sexual activity at all, no. And in fact, uh, I remember the gynecologist on the air talking about, uh, I don't remember what age, but it was somewhere anywhere between 21 and 25, something like that, if you are sexually active to have your first uh, pap test, because that's really what you want is, unless you have an issue, if there's a problem uh, with Uh, periods or pain or anything like that, then you might want to see a gynecologist before that. Uh, But if there's nothing, then your first pap test doesn't have to be until around uh, that that age, 24, 25, from what I recall. If there's a gynecologist listening out there, let me know if uh, I'm correct or or if I'm incorrect, at least correct me uh, on that part. So... All right, another question. Hi, doctor. I was hoping you can help me with the problem I'm having. For the past little while, I have been with my girlfriend. I've not been able to ejaculate. I'm able to get an erection with her, so there's no problem with getting aroused. I don't take any medication of any kind. I'm 18 years old. What could I do to be able to get this problem off my back? Could it be masturbating too much? Could it be the way that I am masturbating, i.e. too fast, grip of a chimp? 
Uh, yeah, well, yes and yes. It could very well be that's exactly why that's happening. So uh, when you're young and your testosterone is at its peak, which is around 18, 19, uh, there may be a, a lot of masturbation going on. And like you said, you have the grip of a chimp. Okay, well, your the vagina may not um, feel the same. Well, definitely won't feel the same. Your partner's hand will not feel the same. Her grip is different than your own grip. So you end up getting used to one form of stimulation. So the, the recommendation is if you've got a regular sex partner, stop touching yourself. Stop, like, stop it. Just stop masturbating. Stop watching porn. Uh, see what happens if you don't do any of that and then start to get used to a different form of stimulation. So it may, you may not ejaculate the first few times, but at some point uh, you will. Uh, so you'll get used to it. Your body will need to release it and you will do it. Uh, but you've got to stick to this diet, if you will. Texter writes in, layman's term is scat. Yes, the layman's term for coprophilia, playing with poop, is uh, is called scat, right? And there's scat porn, and there's scat this and scat that. And you can find groups, forums online with this kind of thing, and believe it or not, you can find anything these days. If you have a fetish, it's out there. It's out there. There was a time when in my practice, I would see so many people with fetishes. I see nobody with fetishes anymore. And the reason they would come in would be because they had nowhere to look to see, what is there anybody? Am I the only one in the world like this? And many times that's exactly how they felt. Oh my God, I'm so weird. I'm the only one in the world. Who do I talk to about this? Uh, and then when the internet came about, well, now communities were forming, and uh, so they didn't feel alone anymore, and they were able to get information about that particular fetish, and they felt far more normal, if you will, uh, when they were able to connect with thousands upon thousands of other people who had the exact same fetish, and what a relief it was. And so they don't seek help anymore. The only time fetishists will seek help is if it's interfered in their marriages, for example, or it interferes severely in their, uh, in their sex lives with uh, their partners. Otherwise, I hardly ever see anybody with, uh, with a fetish. Hi, Dr. Lori. I love to listen to your talks on CJD. It really lights me up sometimes together with my wife. We listen to it very carefully. We take it as a part of our lives, and it really helps us. Thank you. Well, that's so nice to hear. Uh, I'd like to share a problem that I'm going through now. My wife is pregnant five months, and she refuses sex a lot. And when she agrees, it's like very cold. I've been trying everything to give her like things that make her usually horny and in the mood, and it doesn't work for her. Um, is there anything special for pregnant women because things that worked usually don't things that usually work don't work now and it is affecting my life so pregnancy affects uh, women very uh, differently different women differently generally the first three months of uh, pregnancy is where women will feel the most nauseous the most fatigued because of the hormones coursing through their uh, their veins at that point um, to make you know, to, to provide nutrients for this, uh, this fetus. So, so they're not oftentimes not in the mood, uh, for, for sex because of that. And 
The second trimester is probably the best trimester for pregnant women who, because of the uh, lots of blood flow to the genitals, like the the don't forget your the your system is feeding that fetus and um, pumping blood, right? So the blood is going downwards. So women often feel like they're in a like they can be aroused very easily because it's there's congestion in in their genitals at that point. And many women will experience for the very first time uh, an orgasm uh, during uh, during the second trimester. And then there are other women who continue to be nauseous and uh, continue to feel uncomfortable or have uh, certain body image issues or other issues that come with uh, with being pregnant. In the, set, in the third trimester, women feel uncomfortable. It's like a heavy belly and they just can't get comfortable and it just feels, it just doesn't feel good. And so they don't feel good and maybe they've got swollen feet and they, they just don't generally may not feel good. That's not true of all women. Some women are... Uh, can feel great and energized and sexual and all of that and others not. So it's not what you can do except be be there for your partner, be understanding, um, not demanding and not putting uh, pressure on and maybe find other ways to be sexual. Maybe she could help you out, you know, and say, oh, I, I just want to, you know, touch you and you don't really, you know, it's okay if you don't want to have intercourse, but could we do this? Like there's a way to come compromise. And and this is where couples need to talk about sexuality because sexuality is something that can can still be in a, in a healthy couple negotiated and compromised on. Um, even if you don't feel, you know, you're, you're not horny, you don't really feel like it so much, you can, you can still be available for a partner in the ways that make you comfortable. So I don't, I don't say lie there and say, okay, do your thing and, and end it there. That's going to create resentment. But if it's something that gets discussed between the two of you, uh, then, uh, that's a whole other thing, right? Like maybe your partner says, okay, I don't mind if, you know, you want to just touch me and masturbate at the same time next to me and that may be okay for that person or how about I uh, you know pleasure you or whatever it is whatever that compromise is but it is possible uh, to do that but only if you have good communication around sexuality so we all need to kind of practice that uh, coming up if you are single then this show is for you the holidays are coming up and for some it can be very difficult but we're going to try and uh, give you some tips uh, with uh, our dating dilemmas panel on how to make the holidays not so uh, stressful or painful for you if you are single a safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship it's passion with cgad 800's dr Lori batito Dating Dilemmas tonight on the program. Once a month, we talk to single people. We focus on dating issues and singledom and singlehood uh, with my two guests. We have uh, Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com and Fritz Gerald Morisot of elitespeeddating.com. So two people who are very much in the know of what's happening with singles since they meet singles all the time, uh, and I don't anymore. So uh, <laughs> not not in my circle. So I turn to you to find out what's going on in that world. So the holidays are coming up, and it's um, well. We, 
earlier this week, we talked about how stressful it is, period. Like it's just a stressful time of life for some people. Uh, but when you're single, it can also be a very lonely time of, uh, of the year. Uh, so I want to talk about that, that like, do the single people who you see, do you have events during the holidays? Like maybe we can talk about how to better cope, uh, with the holidays if you're single. Christina, is this something that so you we can don't, relate to? Yeah, okay. so I do relate to that mm-hmm. 100%. I've been single during the holidays. I I, I embraced it. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay, good. Um, good. Well, we can talk about yes. that. How to embrace the holidays, actually, when you're single. Yeah, we don't yeah. do events during the holidays just because it's very... It's a bit tough to get a group together. That's you know, true, it's right. just everybody's very busy. And I think that's one of the problems, I guess, with being singles that a lot of times you'll be busy with a lot of couples and you'll you'll feel a bit down and you know, but you have to look at the positive. Uh, right. You know, like there's a lot of positives if you're single. I mean, if you're in a couple, of course there's a lot of positives too, but right. at the same right. time it's really you know, to, to look at the positive if you are single during the holidays. Yeah, sometimes well, it's hard like, to do, right? Yeah, it's hard to do. I think it's mindset. I can send myself during holidays. I was like, Christina, I enjoyed every second of it. What did you enjoy most about being single during the holidays? I get to do what I want. Uh-huh. No gifts <laughs> that I got to buy anybody. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. I can party hard as where people... And, and um, at that time, being single, this is the time where... Um, people want to feel close, so the options are all over the place. If you oh, I, to. oh, I see what you mean. Okay, so you had no, no, no problem hooking up. In other that words, that is that's correct. Okay, okay. So, oh, look at you. All right, I'm getting a whole other side of Fritz tonight. Yeah, usually he's the nice lawyer on the side, father of children, you know, devoted husband. Those are that's <laughs> now we get now. The, now we get the wild side. Yeah, that was before. That was yeah, before. before. What was Christina like before? (laughs) (laughs) We used to always, I'm telling you, I had a lot of single girlfriends in my 20s and we used to always take a a, a post-Christmas vacation, usually for New Year's. And it was a lot of fun. We used to go down south, Mexico, Acapulco, uh, you know, sometimes in the Caribbean, uh, cruises. We did all kinds of different things. See, that's a good um, tip, actually. If you are single and you can travel and you have the the, the income to travel, Mm -hmm. then taking a a, a cruise, even Mm -hmm. if you travel by yourself, like I know... I I love to travel by myself, by the way. I'm just putting that out there. I Mm -hmm. never ever had a problem doing that. And um, I know a lot of people think like, oh, I I don't want to go to a restaurant by myself. I can't go to a movie by Mm. myself. I can't travel by myself but you got to learn how to be able to -hmm. do that you meet really interesting people along the way it's a good exercise in getting to know yourself you you need to be your own best friend you Mm -hmm. know and and I think that that's um it's very valuable it's Mm -hmm. a very valuable thing that you don't have to depend on somebody else nobody's looking at you nobody Mm -hmm. nobody cares you know like people really don't care they're strangers yeah. <laughs> it's like yes. and it's actually an opportunity as you mentioned to meet new people yeah great people like great people great people yeah. you, you you could do your family thing and then go out you always have a party that you can have and you have the excuse it's christmas mm-hmm. it's hanukkah mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's everything <laughs> I'd love to hear from people who are single and who are dealing with this now. What are your biggest concerns about being single in the holidays? What do you hate the most? And how do you make it 
a good time for you. Five one four eight hundred. Like I'd love it if people could help each other out, you know, and and with their own examples of what they do. If you're single right now and you're listening, what are your plans for the holiday? What do you do, or do you sit at home and cry? Like uh, you know, there. Yeah. Some people Some who people feel people very alone. Uh, yeah. They feel they can feel very very alone. Uh, they uh, they could feel very cold, like cold. You know, when you're alone, everything is like, and it's winter, and it's just a. It can feel pretty cold all around, right? Yeah. Uh, you can also feel suffocated by family members because yes. family members are constantly asking you, like, why are you still single? Like, why haven't you found somebody? Yeah. And what's or up what's with wrong that? With you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? And I have somebody to fix you up with. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and so the that bombardment can be a, a bit suffocating. Um, it could also be uh, confusing, like all, your friends are all around, many getting engaged at the holiday time, so it can make you feel even more alone in there or, or like, why don't I have that? Mm-hmm. Um, can make people feel desperate sometimes, right? Nostalgic. Well, see, I, see, I look at it maybe as a perspective, right? Because all of those um, quote-unquote negative things that could come from it, um, the family dinners and whatnot, I looked at it as an opportunity of, okay, I have to do the family dinner. Mm-hmm. You can ask me questions. Fine, why don't I have that? Well, it's because I'm actually... Um, still looking and by the way I'm going to a party after what are you doing yeah right <laughs> well, I'm going to go hang out with other cool single people like me right what are you doing right well I'm here with family and mm-hmm. that's okay uh, so well look I think you're right perspective is a, is a big thing it's a big it's, thing it's a big thing like you, you have to it's, a, it's changing a mindset but I still I understand and I have compassion for people who still feel, you know, you can't help sometimes what you feel. It's, you, sometimes you have to do things. You, you have, have to, to actually be more active rather than staying home and lamenting the fact that you are alone at this time, oh, right? Sure. So what can you do when you're alone? Or how do you look at the glass half full rather than half empty? And I, I'd love to hear from our texters as well, 514 800, how do you see it during the holidays? What's your mindset if you're single? Do you want to add something? Well, I wanted to say, like, what one of the things that I would do is uh, I enjoyed snowboarding and skiing. So during that time, you also have, you also have other people. So take a trip up north or down to Trombla, uh, up north, mm-hmm. yes, to yes. Trombla or to Jay Peak, and go meet other singles that are skiing. So I am doing an activity. Would you go by yourself? I always skied by myself oh, okay. or, so or you snowboard went by, yourself. by myself. Okay. Um, because you can't really talk as you're. No, you just on the chairlift. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know but you actually meet people on the chairlift. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you, and you know something? I used to go often because when I used to wait for my friends to go skiing, we would never go. It would be like two months later by the time we would all find time right, to go right, skiing. Right, right, right. So a lot of times I would be like you. I would just yes. go skiing. I'd go to Morn Heights or I'd go to exactly. you know, somewhere in the in the vicinity that you know hop. Right, shameless promo eh, for these skiers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I only learned to ski when I was like thirty, um, which was interesting because, and in in fact, I I was single at the time, or maybe I was twenty nine or something. And then there was another other single people who were actually taking this learn to ski. It was a, this whole challenge thing. It was a, a, a Pepsi challenge, learn to ski or something like that. And uh, we were all older people learning okay. to ski. So I made new friends. Like nice. it was, it was exactly. actually fun. So yeah, there are things you can do, mm-hmm. but it's getting past the fear of doing things alone. alone. I think a lot, like yes. maybe we can move into that and talk about that because 
people have to still overcome that. Even simple things like going and enjoying a meal at a restaurant by yourself Mm -hmm. or going to a movie by yourself. I'd love to hear from people if you are okay doing that. And if you're not, why not? Like what is difficult about sitting in a restaurant and, and enjoying something you want to enjoy? If anything, I look at it uh, for people who watch a lot of movies like I used to do. I think it's a great opportunity, or I thought at least at the time, to create a story. All those romantic comedies that you see, like, oh, I met here, I met there. If you don't go out and do it, you won't meet anybody. But also going out thinking, oh, maybe my Prince Charming will walk through the door (laughs) is also not the best expectation to have. I'm not saying that. I'm saying do it for the sake of doing it. Don't do it for the sake of maybe I'll meet my Prince Charming or or Mrs. Wright or Mr. Wright at this wherever I'm going. Mm -hmm. More like I'm taking myself out. You know, I'm treating myself. I'm having a date with myself I don't need to have somebody else to do something I like to do like I want to go see a movie Mm -hmm. do I have to wait until a friend wants to go or I like you said Christina like you know how long is it going to take to get us all together to go skiing I'm just going to go because I want to go yeah so some of these things we have to uh we kind of have to learn to get past and it's like any fear you have to just do it. Like if you're afraid of spiders, you got to go near spiders. You're afraid of dogs. You're never going to get over, overcome your fear of dogs if you are never exposed to dogs. So go out, mm-hmm. see what it's like to, to sit in a restaurant or start off by just going to a coffee something, shop yeah, by yourself exactly. and bring a book to read. Or now everybody has their phones Phone. anyway. Your phone's your friend. So, yeah. you know, you can sit and have a, a restaurant, enjoy it. Just it, Try and be present in mm-hmm. in that moment, in that one, in that hour that you're with yourself, and you'll see it's like it's not so bad, and mm-hmm. it's not you're not going to be the only one. And even if you are the only one, so what? People can make up all kinds of stories about you, and you know people are curious, like oh, I wonder why that person is alone. Do you care? Should you care? Like I go with no, no. you shouldn't <laughs> care what somebody says that you have no idea Mm -hmm. who they are so coming up we'll uh, talk about ways to celebrate being single over the holidays share your uh, tips as well here on passion on our dating dilemma segment with christina and fritz gerald Uh, we'll uh, we'll continue this after we check in with our cjd 800 newsroom so what People can make up all kinds of stories about you and, you know, people are curious. Like, oh, I wonder why that person is alone. Do you care? Should you care? Like I go with, no, No. you shouldn't (laughs) care what somebody says that you have no idea Mm -hmm. who they are. So coming up, we'll uh, talk about ways to celebrate being single over the holidays. Share your uh, tips as well here on Passion on our Dating Dilemma segment with Christina and Fritz Gerald. Uh, we'll, uh, We'll continue this after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the power Politics to the hangups and the heartbreak. You're listening to Passion, CJD 800. 
On our Dating Dilemmas panel, we're talking about the holidays, ways to celebrate being single over the holidays. Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com is in studio along with Fritz-Gerald Morisot of EliteSpeedDating.com. So this text writes in, and maybe we need to clarify, I find it somewhat curious that your panel members are single. I would assume that through their events that they meet many possible partners. They're not single. They're talking about their past single lives. <laughs> They were at one time happily single, right? Both yes. of you were Correct. were happily single, yes. uh, and and for a while. Yes. Yes. So I was single for, I would say, a good before I met my husband, a good six years, six seven years, like right. dating, but nothing serious. Right. No. Right. And like like Christina, I interesting that she says six because I had seven years before, like between my last serious relationship and and Maria now that mm-hmm. uh, that I'm with is. It took seven years, and there were there were seven beautiful years. <laughs> <laughs> but please, th- now, now Maria's my... listening. Please tell her you do not regret. No, like, okay. <laughs> well, I actually believe that the fact that I had those seven beautiful years are what are helping me now enjoy her so much more because all of those things have been done, and now I. I oh, I, oh I you mean you sowed your wild oats? Yes, I. I fully enjoy Maria and everything that comes with it, and the spirit of Christmas and the dinners and the children. Right. The so whole now, life. yeah, your whole life changed. Changed. That right. doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy being single when it happened. That's or, right. Uh, as it was mm-hmm. happening. That's yeah. right. Walking around with mistletoe in my hands, <laughs> saying, "Hey, <laughs> it's time." I actually, <laughs> you know, I, I'm married 25 years already, but I enjoyed um, the single my the single time, and partly be, I enjoyed the dating process. Because of the attitude, I went into it thinking it's going to be really interesting just meeting people. Mm-hmm. No expectations. I just, it'll be really fun to meet different people, you know. And then, and then by 30, I was like, okay, now, now, I'm, now I want to look for my, the one who's going to, you know, father my children. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, one of the things that I did like about Christmas is, and talking about expectations, if you are single during that time, I believe there are no expectations. Like you can't right. be expected to meet people's parents. You can't be expected right. to behave. Right. You can't. Uh, why? Right. <laughs> well, those are some of the pluses, right? I, I found right. I found a great list about that. You don't have to split time between someone else's family and yours. You don't have to worry about impressing a significant other's family. You won't have to meet anybody's parents or siblings or cousins or great grandmothers. You can plan a solo trip. You feel like going somewhere? Go somewhere. Um, no stressing over what to get your uh, yes. your partner. Uh, you can sleep in and do whatever you want. You can make out with anyone you want at the holiday party, yes. which is what you did uh, <laughs> way back in your single days. You mentioned that one. Uh, you can decorate your house however you want or not. Um, you can take advantage or not of the just the celebratory mood in the air. And again, yes. you mentioned that that a lot of people are out there who are single who are cel- who are feeling celebratory and might hook up mm-hmm. exactly right all the festivities that are happening around the cities you can enjoy yeah that's yeah. true you can uh, you get to catch up with your siblings maybe and or your favorite uh, uh cousins you can um i don't know you, apparently december is a great month for dating from what i understand yes is it, it because should. of the leading leading into i guess new years yeah. and uh, a lot of people want to have partners by february 14th yes, yes. right exactly. okay. and there's that new year's resolution yes i need to meet someone not i need to i'm i, I, want, I want to I'm opening to. myself up to that right 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 so I mean, there's all that you can watch all the corny uh, rom coms that you want. Um, 
you know, you can, you can host your own party. And there's so many, there's so many things, right? That if you look at it in the right way, glass half full, then glass half empty, uh, you might, uh, you might actually get somewhere. I have a couple of texts here at 514-800. Long time single guy, seven plus years, hard to get out. Work hours do interfere. Uh, he works 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. weekdays. Holidays are the worst. Mm. So I hear you, buddy. Like that's, uh, that's tough. Like when you, when you're working, when your work hours don't, aren't conducive to, Having what most other people, you know, they go out after work or sink a set or they meet, you know, they don't have this kind of yeah. schedule. But you have your weekends and mm-hmm. you need to you, you need to really maximize on on your weekends, even though I'm sure your yeah. clock is completely off. off. But at take that one point. day. I would say take one day and try to do an activity, different activity every every weekend. Let's right. say, or, or every second weekend if it's too much, you know, and to get out, like force yourself. Because yeah. you may feel like crashing and doing nothing on the weekend to kind of recoup but then you, you then lose. you're missing out you you end up missing out on a lot so uh, do it on on the weekends and hopefully you can find a partner who's okay with that a, a partner who has mm-hmm. her own life independence who will be okay with mm-hmm. the with that schedule you know yeah. or someone that also has like a yeah someone shift who also has a shift something yeah. you know what there should be like a dating site for shift workers <laughs> i know seriously for shift workers, shift workers yeah. yeah there's police officers be- like uh, people who nurses. who work overnight for yeah. example like if you're if you're working overnight all, your whole career you want you know it would be nice to have somebody or or i've met people in the restaurant business mm-hmm. for example they work crazy hours yeah. they work till 11 o'clock at night midnight sometimes almost on a daily basis. So they need understanding partners too. So you need to be able to find someone who can relate or who can be okay with that and Mm -hmm. not be uh, too demanding from that. this text arises back in my youth when one of the sports I enjoyed was tennis. I was always looking forward to playing when one or another, but always cancel. I sort of took up swimming and jogging so I didn't have to wait or depend on anybody to enjoy a sport. Thank goodness that happened when I was younger because I enjoy going to a restaurant on my own or a movie on my own and not always tied to the buddy system. Um, Also, when you're busy working all day, talking to people, clients, colleagues, just plain quiet time is fantastic. I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes... Even my husband, I tell him, I don't want to talk. I've talked all day. Please leave thing. me. I don't want to talk. <laughs> Let's just hang. I said the same thing. Don't ask me questions. Like, I don't even want to tell you how my day was, you know? So, yeah, I get that. That's mm-hmm. quiet, alone time, and it, it's a nice way to recharge your batteries also. Uh, another text. I'm gay, mid-50s, only out of the closet 20 years. I'm used to single life, have a family who accepts me, as well as a good circle of friends. All that very, very important, of course. Uh, one of them is out the same amount of time, but his family st- still struggles with his sexuality. He gets stressed this time of year, single, since this is when his family will try once again hooking him up with a, with women. Uh, can this be considered harassment? I really worry for his mental health. I I find that rather sad that his family's not accepting and is pushing like as if, no, you can choose, choose women, choose women. This is not, you know, they clearly don't have a good understanding of this, but 
uh, your friend should shut them down and yeah. quickly and say, can he bring do someone? not ask me. No, he's single. So no, but can he bring a, a friend? A, a, yeah, a friend. Even. Oh, bringing yeah. a friend. Yeah, that's Over. a that's an option. It kind of as a buffer, correct? As a buffer to that. But you know, some families wouldn't care and would still pursue and push. So you have to. But it's about setting your boundaries and to say, look, um, this is not an issue that I want you to talk about. This is not something I want to answer. And you know, like it off the table like if you already know that this is going to happen preempt it with exactly. a conversation like, like and if women. this is going to happen no but even if you're if you're going to keep asking me the, the same question then i will not be coming to dinner exactly Agreed. end of story mm -hmm. so setting those boundaries i think are uh, really important uh, with singles events, organizers, I would assume that there's an underlying motive. So now that they are in relationships, what keeps them motivated in these events? So I think the question is, did you start your companies because you were looking? And like, I think that's what they're, they're, they're implying here, that you had an underlying motive for this. But not Christine, really. I remember when you started, you were happily single and not looking at all. Yes. And it wasn't... Uh, yeah, no, I, I just felt... Why I started the cook and date um, business was because I felt as a single, I was a lava life and all those mm -hmm. sites time, were coming yeah. at, at the time and I didn't like it. So I was like, there has to be something out there for people to do together rather than just checking online for people. Right. And that's why I started it. And it was more like I saw need in society rather than it for me because I was very right. happily single, like you said. Right. Like, it was, so it wasn't for you looking. No, no. And Fritz, when you started Elite Speed Dating, maybe there was a little motive there, no? No. No, no motive. Okay. Well, what? the motive was... I thought I could do better than the event that I went. All right. Um, so you went to an event. You thought, oh, this could be this done could be way, way better. better. And then you got the idea. Because you've been around a long time. Like yes. probably at the very beginning of, of, of speed dating. Of speed dating. It's been uh, eight years, going on nine now. Nine years, yeah. And mm -hmm. um, I thought I could do better. But I was also, still am, to answer the, the texter's question. I'm a people person. I like to talk maybe too much sometimes and but this is I'd a like second business around. for you too because yes. this you're a lawyer by trade so Correct. this was something that you did for fun to so, almost as a social side. social which i stopped lawyering for a while just to do that solely so i enjoy people oh, okay. meeting people that much and talking and living in the vibe there's something about singles they have a spark in them of well, I, I can feel your fun. Yes, I can. I can see how you enjoyed your singlehood. Uh, how do you celebrate uh, when you're single over the holidays? We'll give you uh, some more tips coming up with uh, my dating dile dilemmas panel. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Have you ever volunteered during the uh, holiday season if you're single? I think that's one of the best ways uh, of, of things like the ways to celebrate the holidays when you're single is giving of your time and being with people and who appreciate and I it's don't know, so that's, rewarding. and it's such a it's yes. such it, it's so in the spirit of the holidays which is really it's not about the gifts it's about the giving rather than mm -hmm. about the mm -hmm. receiving of gifts so uh, to me that's a, a great way if you are single over the holidays something uh, something you can do the other thing we talked about too was uh, taking a trip mm -hmm. right taking a trip even by yourself mm -hmm. and um, you should try it it is actually you'd be surprised it feels it's really nice and and i say this whether 
you're married with somebody or you're single, but more so when you're single. If you go to places that are um, adults only, so I'm, I'm not saying like uh, naked beach, no. No, nothing like that, but yeah. adults only meaning there are no young families, mm-hmm. then you you will meet other people, Absolutely. other Correct. adults. And even if they are couples, couples are happy to talk to other mm-hmm. people. Yes. It's not, you know, it's yeah. not like... Uh, yeah, I went to a Turks last summer, to, yeah, last summer, and uh, there was a lot of single solo travelers, a lot. And I was there with my husband. We met so many people. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You mm-hmm. end up meeting, if you're open, and part of it is just being social and open to meeting new people rather mm-hmm. than looking for, always on the lookout for that next person that you want to date necessarily, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's like that's right. the, it's the attitude that you uh, that you have. Uh, somebody says, the one thing I miss about being single is turkey. How about an event where there is a Christmas dinner with singles surrounding the table? I mean, it sounds like a lovely idea. It's just a harder thing to plan, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But get your own turkey. You can freeze the rest. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I think you make yourself a beautiful holiday meal. I I know one single woman over the holidays um, sets a beautiful table for herself, like really goes all out, you know, and it. And feels really good about it. Like yeah. it's why not treat yourself? If you love turkey, go get a turkey, make the turkey, or have somebody mm-hmm. else make it for you. It doesn't matter. Like you can buy it already made. Well, actually, when I was single, I used to go shopping and buy myself a really nice gift every Christmas. Okay, yeah. there you go. Gift yeah. yourself something. Yep. That's another advantage. Mm-hmm. All your money goes to you, <laughs> right? And as you're saying that uh, to do the turkey, there's nothing holding you back from you hosting and inviting single friends to your yes, place. Yes, that's yeah. true. You can do something like that. You could yeah. you could even now with social media, you post it to your right. Facebook mm-hmm. friends. You say, "Hey, if anybody is alone over the holidays, come, over. come, come on, on over. Down. I'm having a, a get together, just RSVP and that's right. it. And I'll know how many to cook for." That's a really great idea mm-hmm. to do that, especially now that we have uh, access to social media exactly. in that way. Like let's use it for something uh, for something positive, you mm-hmm. know, if especially if people are alone, you get be and wow, yeah. you, you create your own event. You don't need Christina or uh, Fritz to create that event for you. You could do it yourself. Exactly. Uh, so yes, like buying yourself a gift. Hey, buy yourself a sex toy. Why not? While mm-hmm. you're at it. Yeah, <laughs> hey. completely agree. Pleasure, enjoy your pleasure. <laughs> you know, why not? Uh, something else also that's uh, might be fun to do or or may, could make you feel good is a, a spring cleaning, but at the holiday time, like organize. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know one thing that makes me feel good, whether single or married, is emptying a closet and reorganizing a closet. I know that sounds crazy, but this is something mm-hmm. that I actually makes me feel good. Yeah. Like it's a it's a decluttering. I love to declutter. Which you know what? It's also a great thing for you to. Um, as you're decluttering, give what you don't need to Renaissance yeah, or to charities. Yeah, charities. Yeah, exactly. It is exactly. the time to give, so completely agree. And I'm with Christina. Buy yourself something nice. Buy yourself something nice to wear mm-hmm. or something that makes you feel good or splurge on something. Mm-hmm. Like treat yourself as you would want to be treated by someone else. Like oftentimes we don't do that. We don't take care of ourselves in, in that way. So it's mm-hmm. not you being selfish. It's not you being self-centered. You are the most important person in your life. Exactly. Let's face it. So treat yourself like the most important person yeah. in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. 
And even gaming now that is very big, mm-hmm. buy yourself the new game. Enjoy yourself with the game. Actually, you can connect with a lot of people when mm-hmm. you game, right? Correct. There's a lot of people who make... Uh-huh. I, I actually know a couple who met like that and ended up getting married and they were both gamers and they met while they were while they were playing the playing game. a game like Look they just that. met online and yeah. then they took it offline and uh yeah both into the same thing so That's you can cool. probably find uh find things uh to do like that you could throw that kind of party for example mm-hmm. a gaming party yeah. or or whatever have a spa night yes that's yes. also like like really treat yourself to all of that stuff yeah. Um, Texter writes, ever since my early adult years, I've always regarded the holiday season as a sacred time to both reflect upon and appreciate one's blessings. I love that. Rather than merely an excuse to party and being authentically content within myself has always been my priority as compared to being with someone for superficial reasons, thereby being lonely nonetheless. Sometimes you could be lonely with somebody. That's very true. Hence why if I wasn't wholeheartedly invested within the relationship I was involved with at the time, I actually would end it, uh, thereby preferring to be alone and preserving my proper integrity rather than merely being in the company of uncomplimentary people just to avoid being alone. And today in middle age, I still maintain the same philosophy as true happiness resides primarily within. Mm. Well, very well said. Very well said. Yeah. What do you think? What, Fritz, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? Look, very well said, very well written. Yes. Okay. I will say that I beautifully written and said that being said, Mm-hmm. I do believe you can do both. Okay. I do believe that you can be very content with yourself and find the blessings and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and party. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you, can you were a real partier before, huh? You can still, Clearly. I, 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 yes, I was. But, um, and, and my partner now, Maria, also likes it. But I think we just love this time of year. Um, in our household, it is it's it's very fun. We we're festive, we decorate. It's just it's good being around, and we are the type but of people. But being with someone who you're committed with and invest in, this person's talking about just being some, just being with someone for the sake of being, for the sake of not being alone mm. during the holidays could actually make you feel worse. And I agree with that. I agree with that. Too. I do agree with that. But to me, this is where this um, it, and this is where it touched me and everything that was written is he said that he would purposely leave that person just because he didn't want to, or maybe I didn't fully understand. Okay. I, I, I think I'm not going to use the word believe. I believe, I think that there might be other reasons as well. Why he chose to leave that but, person? Okay, but at I that get, but I get time. what he's doing. He's coming to the this time of year and he's assessing, saying, "Okay, is this person like, am I invested enough? Will I invest in this person enough that now I'm going to bring them to family events and you know do all the family things and." That's the time of year he makes that assessment. So he will break up, let's say now, in, uh-huh. at this time of year, before having to spend the holidays with them, before having to buy a gift that may not be so authentic because you're con- you may be conflicted about that relationship. So but I it think it's a good idea. Rela- is it because of the relationship or is it because you don't want to go through the buying everything that blah, oh, blah, blah? I, I don't know. Okay, I'm not, I, I won't How- assume that shallowness, actually. I- I'm not, I'm, I'm saying I don't know. 
No, we don't know. But from what I'm reading here, I have a pretty good sense that's not what's happening. I think it's more. So about- what if you were with the person for because I can understand that if you were with the person for a month or two. But let's say you started dating in January. Okay, and then you haven't. Oh, it's a whole year. You have a whole year, and now you're looking at Christmas coming, and you you have this fear of Christmas time because maybe maybe, you know you just have this fear that you you don't like to be with people. I I don't know. Well, hopefully, people are self aware or not. Like you're thinking about this so that you can be self aware, and that that certainly helps. So I want to thank all these people who texted in. That was wonderful. And uh, this is, I, we're not going to be here next month because no. it falls smack on Christmas. So unless you guys want to spend Christmas Eve with me, I don't know. Can I think you'd want to be with your families instead. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to wish you a happy holidays, both of you. Uh, where can people uh, find you, uh, Christina? So cookandate.com, uh, www. Of course, our next events are in January. So uh, okay. the events will be up shortly. All right. So sign up and then you'll find out when uh, all those events are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fritz? www.elitespeeddating.com Nobody has to say triple W anywhere. Everybody knows until they change those first three letters, right? (laughs) So elitespeeddating.com Sign up and you'll also be uh, alerted to that. Uh, Oh, that person was a she. Okay, sorry. I I don't know why I assumed it was a he, but anyway. Um, All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you all for texting in and I really, really appreciated that and I hope we were able to give you a few tips for uh, singlehood during the holidays so uh, I appreciate tips you provided as well. Uh, Thank you to our technical producer Dave Simon. If you want to connect with me on social media it's uh, at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website drlori.com and you can also find all the past shows on there all the podcasts are there so that you can download and listen at your leisure. Coming up next here on CJD we bring you the CTV National News. Have a wonderful rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.